Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Jeremiah Live Bible Study. We use a King James Version Bible. We ask the Father for the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding in the name of Jesus as we go through the book of Jeremiah. First of all, before we begin our study, let's go to Psalms 147. We're going to be opening up our Bibles to Jeremiah chapter 50, but right now, let's go to um, Psalms 147 to give glory to God. Psalms 147, verse 1. Praise ye the Lord, for it is good to sing praises unto our God. For it is pleasant, and praise is comely. The Lord doth build up Jerusalem. He gathereth together the outcast of Israel. He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. He telleth the number of the stars. He calleth them all by their names. Great is our Lord, and of great power his understanding is infinite. The Lord lifted up the meek. He casteth the wicked down to the ground. Sing unto the Lord with thanksgiving. Sing praise upon the hop unto our God, who covereth the heaven with clouds, who prepareth rain for the earth, who maketh grass to grow upon the mountains. He giveth to the beast his food, and to the young ravens which cry. He delighteth not in the strength of the horse. He taketh not pleasure in the legs of a man. The Lord taketh pleasure in them that fear him, in those that hope in his mercy. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise thy God, O Zion. For he has strengthened the bars of thy gate. He has blessed thy children within thee. He maketh peace in thy borders, and filleth thee with the finest of the wheat. He sendeth forth his commandment upon the earth. His word runneth very swiftly. He giveth snow like wool. He scattereth the hoarfrost like ashes. He casteth forth his ice like morsels. Who can stand before his cold? He sendeth out his word and melteth them. He causeth his wind to blow and the waters flow. He showeth his word unto Jacob, his statutes and his judgments unto Israel. He hath not dealt so with any nation. And as for his judgments, they have not known them. Praise ye 
the Lord. It's an amazing psalm, isn't it? It's letting us know about God. It's letting us know, basically, this is the whole thing in a nutshell. Of course, there's a lot of pieces missing, but it's basically everything in a nutshell. It's an amazing psalm, Psalm 147. And that's right. God chose one nation. He didn't choose any other nation to work with them, to make them his people so that they could um, talk to the world for him. Only one nation, and that was the nation of Israel. And it's interesting, isn't it? The power of God, what God can do. And in this verse, it, it mostly talks about the good stuff and the things that God does and his power. But it does say a couple of things, as in, as long as you fear the Lord. So go to verse 11. What does it say? The Lord taketh pleasure in them that fear him in those that hope in his mercy or loving kindness. So the thing is that, yes, God has provided all of this for the world. He has given it um, to all nations. Israel was his chosen nation that he wanted to use to go to the world, but... God did all the things that he's done on earth for the world. Every nation received God's blessings, you understand. But the thing is that God has requirements. God will bless you. He'll take care of you. But you must fear him and his ability to punish you And does he punish you to be mean? You know, people are afraid or they dislike that don't, you know, uh, fearing God phrase. Sorry, there's nothing wrong with fearing God and there's nothing wrong with God punishing people if they're not doing what they're supposed to do. You see, that's how God corrects us, as the New Testament tells us, that God will chasten, which means punish, by the way, correct, sometimes with a whip, sometimes not as drastic, and he will punish and chasten us if we are not on the path. But the The uh, New Testament tells us something very interesting. Those that God loves, he will do that too. Sorry, it isn't the whole world. As far as every single person, God goes and he makes sure that they're chastened to get their attention. That's not the way it works. 
Now, the Psalms also talks about the wicked, you see. And verse 6 says, The Lord lifted up the meek, which means the humble. He casteth the wicked down to the ground. So God, he cast them. They're done for in God's eyes if you're wicked. But humble. See, in, in God, he lifteth up the humble, meaning that he uses them so that other people can see them. And you have to be humble for God to use you. And that's a problem with a lot of people. I know myself that I have a problem with that, especially in the past, not so much nowadays. God has uh, humbled me quite a bit uh, over these many years that I've been um, working for him and for the kingdom of heaven. But, yes, in order for God to use you, in order for others to be able to have access to you so that God can speak through you like he did Jesus, then you have to be humbled. It can't be about you. And that this psalm tells you the deal. It's telling you everything that you need to know, basics about God and what he has done. And, and listen, it's not just for Israel. God also has and provides for other nations. I want us to go to Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 50. We're, we're coming down to the last few chapters of Jeremiah, but these last chapters have been so um, full of information that we've broken them down, and that's why we haven't actually got through Jeremiah I'm not sure exactly what God is going to have me do after Jeremiah is over, and I'm not really worried about that, not concerned for it. God will take care of it down the road. I've got to concentrate on Jeremiah. But it's always interesting to know what he's got planned. So we're in Jeremiah chapter 50, and um, God has been having Jeremiah tell um, about the destruction of Babylon and Satan's system. It's past and future, not yet happened. Now we're going to get into a little bit about Jesus, about what and who Jesus is. And at this time, when Jeremiah was written, Jesus didn't exist yet as Jesus. And so he wasn't he, around. This is future prophecy telling you 
about Jesus. The Redeemer is strong. The Lord of hosts is his name. That's right. Jesus, you see, when this was written, was Melchizedek. He was the high priest of God up in the heaven where God abodes. He has a temple up there. And Jesus, as we call him, he was called Melchizedek, king of peace, back in the, ti- in the, in the time when this was written. And the Redeemer, he, God was sending Melchizedek to the earth to take on human form and to do his work for him. Now, did Melchizedek, God's high priest up there in heaven, uh, you know, do the work? You know, was it going to be him as the human? Because he was 100% human. He wasn't deity. No, it wasn't going to be him doing it. What it was, was God was going to dwell meaning his logos was going to be placed, a part of his thoughts, the word logos means thoughts, a part of his thoughts, and the part that he wanted Melchizedek to tell the humans once Melchizedek grew up as a human and started his ministry. And, of course, in heaven you have a different name than you do on earth. Melchizedek is his name when he, before he was born in the flesh. But once he was born in the flesh, his name changed to Yahshua, God's Savior, Jesus, which is the English version of Yahshua, Emmanuel, God with us, you see. And so, yes, Jesus is our Redeemer. And before, in Jeremiah here, this was future, it says the Redeemer is strong. That's right. Jesus is coming back. Uh, Jesus is coming, and he, I'm sorry, Jesus came to earth, and this is going to talk about his second coming, when he's arriving back on earth as king of kings and lord of lords. And so what is going on? The redeemer is strong when Satan's system will be destroyed. The lord of hosts is his name. That's right, because Melchizedek, when he was human, didn't do anything. He allowed God to speak through him. You understand? He shall thoroughly plead their cause that he may give rest to the land and disquiet the inhabitants of Babylon. So when we're talking about this, we're talking about future. Let's take a look at it that way. And 
because it hasn't happened yet. There's a lot of stuff going on right now and in the future when Satan's system takes over the earth. And guess what happens? There's going to be a lot of stuff going on and a lot of destruction and a lot of souls that have gone off the path. And when Yashur, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords that arrives on earth shows up, things will all change. Everything that Satan and his system has done on this earth will be destroyed. Satan won't have his system or those that work with him in the supernatural with him ever again. And so that's why it's going to be um, give rest to the land. You're not going to have to, you know, worry about anything like that while Jesus has set up the kingdom during the thousand years, meaning Satan's deception and all his confusion to the people on the earth, you understand, and this quiet, the inhabitants of Babylon, listen, Satan's system, those that were connected with Satan, those that worked with Satan. You've heard it in the book of Revelation where it talks about the merchants and the kings that were part of Satan's system and they see Babylon's destroyed, their systems destroyed, Satan's put in lock and chains and the angels are all gone, you understand? They're disquieted. They're like you you read it, they're upset, they're crying. They're not they're not crying and upset and woe is me because Jesus has arrived and they have sinned against Jesus, you see, and they worship Satan. No, that's not why they're saying woe is me. They're saying woe is me is because they liked the deal. They liked what was going on during the time of Satan's system. And now that's all gone. They've lost it. It's destroyed. A sword has come upon the Chaldeans, saith the Lord, and upon the inhabitants of Babylon, and upon her princes, and upon her wise men. You see? Gone. 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 It's everything that Satan put together is destroyed. All the leaders, all those that were in charge, which in in the future will be, guess what? Christian pastors, Joel Osteen and all the rest of those preachers today, oh yeah, Satan's going to use them. They're going to fall right in line. TV pastors, just take a look. All of them will be falling in line behind Satan. And guess what? During Satan's system, they're all going to be working for Satan. Absolutely, they're going to be working. But guess what? When Jesus arrives, all of them are going to be put out of a job. That's right. And put in a corner and made to understand that they were deceived by all the nonsense that they're teaching in their churches today. So, 
destroyed those that were ruling over Babylon is destroyed. You know, let's go to Revelation. Hold your place. Okay, I just want you to see it. It's amazing, isn't it? How Jeremiah is letting us know (laughs) about what's going on. I want you to look at Revelation chapter 18. And let's take a look at verse 1 beginning. And after these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven having great power, and the earth was lighted with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon, the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become the habitation of devils, and the hold of every foul spirit, and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. You understand? This is Babylon being destroyed. Now, Let's take a look at verse 9. Who's going to be crying? Who's going to be taken out? And the kings of the earth who have committed fornication, lived deliciously with her, shall bewail her and lament for her when they shall see the smoke of her burning. You see the princes mentioned back there in Jeremiah? That's the kings, prince leaders. These are the leaders of the nations during the time that Satan's system was controlling the earth. Guess what? When Jesus arrives, they've had their kingdom taken away from them. It's a kingdom is a king in his dominion, meaning they're not a king anymore and they don't have a dominion. And so, no more Babylon standing afar off for the fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city for in an hour, in one hour is thy judgment come. And the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her. You see? So it's those that did business in Babylon, those that did what, you know, flesh things. But it also has to do with spiritual stuff also, because guess what? Read verse 13. This is what part of what the merchants were selling in cinnamon and odors and ointments and frankincense and wine and oil and fine flour and wheat and beef and sheep and horses and chariots and slaves and souls of men. You understand? So the merchants, verse 15, of these things which were made rich by her, that's right, they like this system, shall stand afar off for the fear of her torment, weeping and wailing. Hey, the more you work for Satan and the harder you work for Satan, the more Satan's going to give you flesh things. That's the deal. So these people are really working hard for Satan and the system, and so they became very wealthy during that time. It's not going to be communism, by the way. (laughs) And verse 15, 
the merchants of all these things were made rich by her, stand, shall stand afar off for the fear of her torment, weeping and wailing and saying, Alas, alas, that great city that was clothed in fine linen and purple and scarlet and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls for in one hour so great riches and is come to naught and every ship master. So there's another group. And sailors, and as many as trade by sea stood afar off and cried when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What city is like unto the great city? And they cast dust on their heads and cried weeping and wailing, saying, Alas, alas, the great city wherein were made rich all that had ships in the sea by reason of her costliness. For in one hour is she made desolate. Jesus, when he returns, is going to destroy the system and everyone that had all power in the system. Now, what does verse 20 say? Rejoice over her, thou heaven, and ye holy apostles and prophets, for God hath avenged you on her. So, who's rejoicing? Those that are rejoicing are those that are working with God because she, Babylon, Satan's system, was working against God. And God allowed it for a certain amount of time. Let's go back to Jeremiah. So we read 35. So now you understand the sword is upon Chaldeans, saith the Lord, and upon the inhabitants of Babylon, and upon her princes, and upon her wise men. A sword is upon the liars, and they shall dote, meaning be fools. A sword is upon her mighty men, and they shall be dismayed. Guess what? Everybody's going to be exposed. That's right. Everybody's going to be exposed for who they really are and what they're really doing. Absolutely. You ain't going to be able to hide. You understand? I want us to go to... Revelation, hold your place in Jeremiah. I want you to understand the sword, okay? Revelation chapter 19, that's coming. Let's go to verse 11. And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And uh, he that sat upon him was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was dipped with a vesture, dipped in blood, and the name and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, and white and clean. And out of his mouth, verse 15, goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them 
with a rod of iron, and he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. You understand? That's the sword. Let's go back to Jeremiah now. A sword, verse 36, is upon the liars, and they shall dote. A sword is upon her mighty men, and they shall be dismayed. A sword is upon their horses, and upon their chariots, and upon all the mingled people, which just means mixed people. That's Babylon. Everybody's together. That are in the midst of her, and they shall become as women. You better believe it. Become as women. And that means that most women are weak, you know, and they're fearful, and, they're, and they depend on a man to, um, to protect them. That's the way God has made it. And guess what? These people who thought that they had everything going for them, thought that they had picked the right horse, <laughs> that they chose the right one, that they were following the one that they should have been following, guess what? They're going to find out that they chose wrong, they didn't listen to the Bible, and they didn't care what God had to say. And so, when Jesus arrives and he starts straightening everything up, yes, fearful, gnashing and weeping of teeth going on. A sword is upon her treasures, and they shall be robbed. Guess what? Everything belongs to God. And so Satan's only given the stuff for now of the earth because God has allowed it. But once Jesus takes over, Jesus takes all that there is that has anything to do with um, blessings or treasure. And the garbage that the earth uses as treasure, God's going to get rid of. Jesus is just going to get rid of all of that. A drought is upon her waters and they shall be dried up, for it is in the land of graven images, and they are mad, insane, with upon their idols. It's interesting, isn't it? Let's go back to Revelation. Let's go. This is interesting. Revelation, y'all, you wondered about the um, Revelation's uh, seals and trumpets and stuff like that. Well, I want us to go to... Revelation uh, chapter we're going to go to the uh, trumpets. And so let's go to the trumpets and we're going to go to chapter 8. And I want us to go to verse 6. And the seven angels which had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. The first angel sounded, 
and there followed hail and fire mingled with blood, and they, they were cast upon the earth, and the third part of the trees were burnt up, and all the green grass was burnt up. This is the taking over <coughs> of the earth by Satan's system. And the second angel sounded, and as it were, a great mountain burning with fire was cast into the sea, and the third part of the sea became blood. And the third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died, and the third part of the ships were destroyed. That means right there, those are the ships that we were talking about before. They were happy because they came, took part in the, um, in the Babylonian system. This is not going to kill people, it's going to spiritually kill people. They're going to be taking part in Satan's system. In a third part, uh, ships and were destroyed, and the third angel sounded, and there, verse 10, fell a great star from heaven, burning as it were a lamp, and it fell upon the third part of the rivers and upon the fountains of waters. And the name of the star is called Wormwood, and the third part of the waters became Wormwood, and many men died of the waters because they were made bitter. You understand? And it continues. That's the waters. They, Satan has his own living water. Jesus is the living water. He is the truth. You understand? And so, let's go back to Jeremiah so you understand. And I want you to read again with me verse 38. A drought is upon her waters and they shall be dried up, for it is the land of graven images, and they are mad upon their idols. Guess what? All Satan's doctrines and all his corruption of the Bible and God's true word will be taken out and destroyed. Verse 39, Therefore the wild beast of the desert with the wild beast of the island shall dwell therein, and the owls shall dwell therein, and it shall be no more inhabited forever, neither shall it be dwelt in from generation to generation. That's right. Satan's system will be no more. When Satan's loosed after the thousand years, he himself and him will be the one and only one that will be going around to the nations to get them to go against Jesus. And he'll do a pretty good job of it. He's a great talker. 40. And it's explaining what's going to happen. As God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah to Satan's system, and the neighbor cities thereof, saith the Lord, so shall no man abide there, neither shall any son of man dwell there in Satan's system, will not exist, never, ever again. And so <laughs> these people that say that, uh, that uh, you know, you're going to, you're, when you're in hell, you, you'll have Satan, you know, controlling hell, or, you know, and, and Satan will be, um, you know, telling you what to do and burning and you know, all this nonsense stuff that they do. That No, <laughs> it ain't the way it is. And it's not going to be that way in the lake of fire. 
Behold, a people shall come from the north, and a great nation, and many kings shall be raised up from the coasts of the earth, from the ends of the earth. And guess what? That's going to be Jesus riding on his white horse, bringing in the army of Michael, the archangel, and all the angels and the saints of God. And I want us to read that. Let's read Revelation uh, chapter 20, verse 1. And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands, and they shall live, and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. Now go to Jude, okay, and you're going to see in Jude, and what does it say in verse 14? And Enoch also the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all the ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed and of all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. So you understand that that's the nation from the north. That's right. They're coming back with Jesus and going to set up a kingdom. Let's go back to Jeremiah. 42. And they shall hold the bow and the lance. They are cruel and will not show mercy. Their voice shall roar like the sea and they shall ride upon horses, every one put in array, like a man to battle against thee, O daughter of Babylon. That's right. Um, the army that's coming with Jesus, Michael's army, the angels, uh, they're not going to um, let every, anybody get away. No. <laughs> Everybody's going to have to answer for what they've done. The king of Babylon hath heard the report of them, and his hands waxed feeble. Anguish took hold of him, and pangs as uh, of a woman in travail. Oh, yes, you better believe it. Satan knows what's going to happen, and it scares him, and it also makes him angry because he's a very arrogant and prideful one. And so he knows when he's, he, you know, because when this happens... Guess what? All flesh is gone. It's instantaneous. Satan knows. He has no way. He's done for, man. He's done for. And what's going to happen at that point? Hold your place. Let's go there. Revelation 20. This is what's going to happen. He's definitely going to have some pangs, man. <laughs> he's, he's had his free reign. Verse 20, And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit, and a great chain in his hand. Verse 1, And he 
lay hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil, and Satan, and bound him a thousand years. You better believe he's going to be afraid. And cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal upon him that he should deceive the nations no more till a thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that, he must be loosed a little season. So guess what? Yes, Satan will be very afraid because his reign is over. And verse 44, Behold, he shall come up like a lion from the swelling of Jordan and unto the habitation of the strong, but I will make them suddenly run away from her. And who is a chosen man that I may appoint over her? For who is like me? And who will appoint me the time? And who is that shepherd that will stand before me? And of course, who is it? We know who it is. It's Yahshua, Jesus Christ, who is Melchizedek, the high priest of God. Therefore, hear ye the counsel of the Lord. Here's a warning. Jeremiah is giving a warning now that he has taken against Babylon. All right? Those that want to join Satan's system and his purposes that he has proposed against the land of Chaldeans, anybody that wants to join Satan's system, surely the least of the flock shall draw them out. Surely he shall make their habitation desolate with them. You're not going to have a nation. You're not going to be in power. You're going to lose all your power at the noise of the taking of Babylon. The earth is moved and trembles and the cry is heard among the nations I want us to go over here to Revelation hold your place in Jeremiah for a second Revelation and I want us to go to Verse 12 of Revelation chapter 6. And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood, and the stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely fig, when she is shaken of a mighty wind, and the heaven is departed as a scroll when it is rolled up together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places, and the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men and the chief captains and the mighty men and every bondman and every free man hid themselves in the den and in the rocks of the mountain, and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb, for the great day of his wrath has come, and who shall be able to stand? That's right here, Jeremiah 
verse 46. Let's read it again. And the noise of the taking of Babylon, the earth is moved, trembles, shook up. Satan says the man, because it was the whole earth. And once Jesus comes, bang, everything's changed and destroyed. And the cry is heard among the nations. You better believe it. Everybody will know absolutely that, guess what? (laughs) Who Satan was, what he was doing, what was going on, and no one will be fooled anymore. Amazing, isn't it? So Jeremiah's warning, anybody that wants to join Satan's bandwagon, you know, thinks oh, that's the good way. I'm going to follow Joel, Ace, uh, Joel Osteen and uh, what's the, uh, you know, Benny Hinn and uh, gee, I don't know all of these names that they have of all of these pastors. Pick one. This nonsense stuff that they teach on the TV. I'm going to follow them. Wow, they got a lot of people. Wow, I'm going to, that's been, God's really working through them. Yeah. Well, this is a warning from Jeremiah. Don't take part in that system because Jesus said, wide is the path to destruction. And many go thereon. That's right. So, big church, you're headed to destruction. And he said, narrow and straight, very few get into the kingdom of heaven when he returns. The rest of them, they're going to be put on the side with the goats. And that completes our study. Jeremiah chapter 50. Next time, we'll pick it up and start Jeremiah chapter 51. Can't wait. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.